0: Fortify your little penis. Fortify little Todger. You. What you're going to need is the architects who built the London Bridge <laughs> <laughs> to fortify your little pain. Fortify your little penis. How, how,
1: God, I've spent so much time around Brits and I still have a terrible British accent.
0: Hello. Hello, love. You're going to fortify. You're going to need to fortify your little penis. (laughs) (laughs) It does not pass muster. Oh God, dude, you're you're hitting way too close to home. (laughs) Oh well, welcome to the show. Uh, Welcome to this week's edition of Pimp My Side by Side. Pimp My Side by Side. (laughs) Do you think we have to explain to the audience what a side by side is? I think everybody knows. I don't know if there really is a reference point. Is that a, I guess, yeah, I don't know. Is that like a strictly rural thing? I mean, I guess you don't see a lot of side-by-sides in the city.
1: You know, the only time I saw a side-by-side in the city was uh, in the Rough Riders
0: Anthem video. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true. It is a southern thing for sure. Yeah. I don't think they were were rapping with side-by-sides in like Gary, Indiana. Yeah, well, the uh, Rough Riders is the
1: was Yonkers though, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, they uh-huh. had like side by sides
0: going down the street. <laughs> you know, this is when you get to find out how little I know. I ab- actually know about rap, rap music. We did a definitive Billy's guide to rap, and I sort of just sat there for like an hour and a half. Like, I like, uh, I like, no limit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the record label? Uh no, the <laughs> song, Usher and Young Thug. No, the concept as well.
0: <laughs> Having no limits.
1: Dude, I used to I used to um I'm not gonna embarrass myself on the show, but I used to call into MMT at night and pretend that was DMX. <laughs> <laughs> I think when uh I can't remember who did the show, but
0: <coughs>
1: I would say something like uh uh, I'm not going to do it What? Ba- bad, no, bad accents are so cringe worthy That I'm I'm afraid to go out there with it Fortify your todger <laughs> No, <laughs> no like, Hey, you my man's in them, You know, he, <laughs> he came through And, you know, uh, they had the grimy video on MTV And, you know <laughs> and They want not play that shit on MTV You know, that shit was too grimy That's
0: pretty good, man <laughs> That's pretty good God damn it, d uh, Pimp My Side-by-Side hosted by DMX would be good. You know, cause you had Pimp My Ride with Exhibit, but Pimp My Side-by-Side with DMX.
1: Yeah, I think you'd have to go even, you'd have to go, get like fucking. uh, Bubba Sparks doesn't seem to be doing too much these days. You think Bubba Sparks,
0: well, you know, basically though, the criteria is you have to have an X in your performance name. Right. <laughs> exhibit. Right. DMX. Bubba Smarks. Bubba B- Smarks Smar- had three Xs. <laughs> X X Yeah, I'll I'll give you. A, a and as a side as a side note, Ice Cube was triple X. That's true. In that one movie, what were you gonna say?
1: That's true. No, no, no. I wasn't gonna say anything. You said I would give you. I was going to give you a hip hop hot take Oh let me see it A hip a hip hop hot take I think Bubba Sparks' Deliverance album Is one of the more underrated albums in hip hop history
0: Damn shots fire. I think
1: I think Bubba Sparks is a really good rapper actually Yeah And I'll tell you why I think he's a good rapper He was signed to Purple Ribbon Which was Big Boy from OutKast Killer uh-huh. Mike yeah. All those guys Like if those guys co-signed for you Right. Those are some great A dogs. Right. <laughs> then you know you're good. Right. I think what he did was he started doing this like country rap stuff just cuz you know. I mean Florida Georgia Line's made a mint.
0: Was he before Florida Georgia Line?
1: He never, he's never really done anything major in that world. I mean, that's just the niche he's occupying at the moment. Right. I
0: check in on Bubba from time Do to you? time. Do you? Yeah. You <laughs> check in on him. Yeah. Has he done anything with Florida Georgia Line? Would you say he pioneered the country rap He's Genre. one of them. I would say, who do you think really pioneered that nappy roots? Did they sort of? No, <laughs> well, if you want
1: to really talk about it, way back, Pimp C, when he said, "This ain't hip hop. These are just country ass raps." Right. So he kind of coined that phrase. But what i you know, what we're talking about is like the really shitty, like melding of radio country with rap. Right. That uh, I think, I think Bobby Richie. Kid Rock, the proprietor. Of, you might know him as the proprietor of the Badass American Grill. That's
0: what I was gonna say. Yeah, the invent—the inventor. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't know if he invented it. Now that you mention that, I really wonder how that went down. Was there a board meeting? Does he have an American Badass Corporation? Is listen, that like the
1: whole? listen, Bob. You think his friend's call him Bob? <laughs> is that his name? Bob Richie's. Kid Rock's government name. Oh. <laughs> Listen, Bob. Check it out, man. Okay. Well, Kid Rock would be a good host of Pimp My Side by Side as well. He doesn't have an ex, but I guess.
0: Remember, we need to. We're we're thinking about this too narrowly. We need several hosts. We need a diverse a rotating cast of hosts. Ca- rotating cast of hosts. <clears throat> Kid Rock, Bubba Sparks,
1: DMX, Yellow Wolf. Basically, a who's who of white rappers would be good. <laughs>
0: Is little, little Xanax, little Xan. Little, little Xan. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> the irony here is that he's white, right? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then I think he got in some hot water lately for saying that Tupac was was whack. <laughs> it's just like, don't you do you not know enough just to
0: like like even if you hold that opinion just to kind of sit on it. Yeah. Surely he just said that for like publicity, though, right? Yeah, I, mean, I kind feel like he's kind of going out of. You think we're out the, of vogue? We're at the end of the benzo era. Are we at the we're, end? We're the- we're
1: teetering close to it. I think, uh, because it used to be kind of like fun and cool to talk about doing benzos, and now I feel like um, now I feel like you just uh. You're just kind of sad if you're still doing. I mean, I I don't say that like in an ableist way because trust me, we've done our fair share. I've done my fair share of benzodiazepines, right. but you know, yeah, it's know just not. It's saying. just not. It's not sexy anymore. <laughs> it was sexy when Future was <laughs> talking about it. Right. Right. Speaking of that, Future's drug use is is
0: wholly implausible. Yeah, I think he's. I think it's a part of the act, right? <clears throat> sort of like we also have that same act. As well. <laughs> we live clean as anybody. <laughs> I'm drinking Earl Grey tea right now and water. Or you stay properly hydrated. Yeah. Take our vitamins. Right. If you could pimp your side by side though, what would you put on it? Like you would need a a solid like I guess I would probably make mine like a Pope Mobile. I'd put bulletproof glass on the wi- on the sides um, would you put like one like uh, have you seen people
1: that have like the fake bullet holes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'd have the bulletproof glass
0: with the fake bullet holes <laughs> riddled in it yeah hell yeah I'd have that definitely some sort of weaponry <laughs> like what uh, I don't know like a rotating 50 cal caliber machine gun or something on the back Cuz you know like side-by-sides have that little like bed. Yeah, it's that's a ti- true. it's a tiny little bed. You could just you could have your partner
1: there at the manning the gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be like the
0: scene in Return of the, or the Empire strikes back when they're on Hoth. You've got a a pilot up front and someone in the back shooting manning the weapon. But it would be in East Kentucky. And it would be against I don't know, drag lines uh uh <laughs> Inloaders, bulldozers on <laughs> tr- surface, mon-
1: on s- on <laughs> removal sites. She had like militant, uh, strip mining protest people, <laughs> right? Shit, right. dude. You know, I've been I've been doing some thinking. Uh huh. If we're going to stimulate this economy, <laughs> hear me out here. We're looking we're looking to the future too much. We need to bring back I've been thinking about this because of your tweet today about coal jobs and just how the precipitous decline of it. And oh then yeah. I, Isn't it pretty wild? Yeah. And then I thought about what what uh Matt Christmas said on Chapo about how coal miners are kinda like chimney sweeps now.
0: Right. We need to bring back chimney sweeps. And as you pointed out earlier, the um the beaver pelt. Beaver
1: pelts. <laughs> Well, that's what got me thinking about this. We need to bring back the old professions. <laughs> what do you What do you think a cornet players pulling down salary wise these days? Um, uh, I don't know. If you play the cornet, or you play, I don't know,
0: harpsichord,
1: uh, the harpsichord, the lyre, yeah, like you know, one of these niche instruments, you have to be in relatively high demand somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you're, that's a good point.
0: That's a good point.
1: The po- a poet used to have a uh, a pretty big standing in society. What happened to the poet? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I think that the poetry was probably only popular for a specific, like for a small window of time, due to the particular like way that you printed things and like the technology available to actually disseminate. That stuff. What do you mean? Like the internet kind of makes poetry sort of irrelevant now, right? Like this like <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a hot take, my friend. God damn. Even as I Maybe, said Maybe hey, you yeah. and Lil' Zan <laughs> Even as I said it, I was like, Damn. That's rough. But here's the thing. I'm I can't I'm not knocking the profession I've got a I've to 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 say to just to um sort of uh, backtrack here just a little bit. I've actually submitted poems to be accepted into publications before and have been rejected many times. So uh-huh, I'm not Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: that makes sense. It's really just sour grapes. It's a great. If, di- if you didn't make it, nobody else can.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a grudge I have against the industry. So I could just call it irrelevant. Well... It does not matter. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what I'm saying is that it's not... It's not irrelevant and um, inconsequential. I still do it. You know, a lot of people still do it. But, I, yeah, I'm not gonna die on this hill today. <laughs> what were you gonna say? You going to walk it back, man? I'm gonna walk it back. <laughs> you suppose that, uh, hell, I don't know. You
1: think Robert Frost retired wealthy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if Robert Frost even, right? Two roads two, two diverged, diverged by narrow wood. A wood. And
1: sorry I could not travel both, but as one traveler.
0: That's a pretty good, um, you know, like what Robert Frost did there was he just picked a very common experience that we all have coming to two roads diverging in the woods, either literally or metaphorically. And he's really been rolling on the royalties for that for like a good 80 years now. Well, he's dead, but uh, <laughs> well, his estate—I'm I'm sure his estate <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the that's what really makes a good poet, you know. But
1: like, I don't know. I guess a lot of these guys probably did die broken, penniless, but we still talk about them. But uh, you know, what's a stonemason? Stonemason. <laughs> yeah, know, like
0: like where where are these people at? What's a what's a cobbler doing today? Right, right. Yeah, I, I really am interested in to know what happened to the fur trade. What happened to the fur trade?
1: <laughs> it's funny you say that, because fur trade's also Eastern Kentucky slang for <laughs> 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 something else. So if you were to say that root <laughs> for good old boys, they'd
0: just go, <laughs> <laughs> Still alive and well, man. <laughs> wow. Um, Tell, t- take us on a What? <laughs> What is the enlighten us, Mr. Sexton? What's going on with the fur
1: trade? Hell man, I don't know, really honestly. I, yeah, I don't either I um
0: I was curious what a a beaver pelt might fetch these days. But. We should just start doing it and see what happens. It's sorta of like how me and Matt Carter have always talked about mining coal just for a hobby. Just between ourselves. Just like, you know, just to just to do it. And feel like we've actually accomplished something. Well I feel like that's kinda of what like a lot of writing is now anyway, you
1: know. <laughs> Most people don't publish, but you still do it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah.
0: So. And then talk shit about it later. Yeah. On your podcast. Hitting yeah. it whack. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> okay,
1: that's so funny. You said. He <laughs> said. It's just. A completely invalid art form. And <laughs> <laughs> just Totally worthless. <laughs> You and Lil
0: obviously never heard of somebody
1: <laughs> called Tupac Shakur. Uh,
0: well, that is that is a valid. I mean, just put it in a song, you know. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come on, I mean.
1: Oh my god! Everyone likes music. The, uh, my
0: beef with poetry is that it doesn't have music. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Getting out in front of it, getting out—is is this will this assassinate my career? Nah, I think you're all right. I mean, it's not like you. Damn. Damn. But really, though, what can you really say in a poem? I mean, really, like like we saw that movie Isle of Dogs this weekend, yeah. and like the climax of this movie, I'm going to spoil it because I hated it. I'm going to you spoil hate it. You hated Isle of Dogs? <laughs> like I thought it was very boring. You hated Isle of Dogs. <laughs> I didn't like it. I thought you might have
1: because I came out and said, "Man, that was visually stunning." You just said, "Yeah." So what do you think? Uh, why do you think they made a movie about? Ch- was it Chippo- ch the Teddy Kennedy movie? Oh,
0: uh, Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. <laughs> Did you see? I diverted. Yeah, I was like, I didn't. I diverted. I didn't want to rant on everybody's parade. It's man. a. It's a. It's very hard to be the person who has to hate everything. To be the friend in the friend group that has to hate everything. Man a lot of work. Are, man. You, are you too cool for West An- Wes West Anderson? There? <laughs> You're there, aren't you? I like some of his movies, but I didn't. I don't like. I didn't like that one very much.
1: You think he's went downhill since Rushmore?
0: I don't know. I think his career is kind of like this. Yeah. Which is where you want to be, really. Yeah, it's true. I mean, true. You, you know, you go up and you go down. You go up, and you go down. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you have strikes and gutters. Yeah. Well, I've just here's the thing that I think he's done.
1: <laughs> like when I saw like uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, I was like, "Man, this guy has humped the like the IKEA clean lines, uh-huh. like just like
0: everything is symmetrical, colorful everything is aesthetically pleasing, Very
1: pleasing, yeah, and all that stuff." I was like, "Man, this is this has got to be dead soon." And then like it's he very just sanitized, doubled down on it, and it's like, "All right, it's back."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is very clean. And uh yeah, I don't know. I like the eighties bring back the grit, you know, that, yeah. fil- that's what filmmaking really needs. Yeah. Um shoot your film and rub it in several layers of just mud and shit. <clears throat> and uh that's what I'm all about, baby. <laughs> the mud and shit, baby. Yeah, not really. Um Are we even <clears throat> are we doing
1: socialism against the deal? <laughs> <laughs>
0: There was a big debate this weekend on whether Bernie was a socialist. Did you well, see that? What was the consensus? I don't on know. Bernard, I don't know. Uh, in my mind, I was like, "Are you kidding?" There's no way. There's no <laughs> way he's a socialist. <laughs> but that was my knee-jerk reaction.
1: I, I think uh, Bernie jumped the shark today with his like. He's like Cardi B's right <laughs> about about <laughs> oh, yeah. FDR because Cardi B did this GQ interview where she was like. Uh, You know, talking about FDR Uh and Social Security and all this stuff, and you know, made good points, right? But Bernie was like,
0: Cardi B's absolutely right, kids. (laughs) (laughs) I did see that about like Medicaid and stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, I mean, like, what really, I really want, if you really think Bernie's a socialist, like, what do you expect is going to happen? Like, that's really the funniest thing to me, like, to imagine like Bernie winning. And then waking up the next day being inaugurated and be like, all right, we're going to do socialism now. Now, here's what we're going to (laughs) do. It doesn't. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just like. I don't know if you if you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, these bankers, when we see them, (laughs) (laughs) we're putting them all in jail. (laughs) Yeah, that's just not going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I I don't know how to break it to you, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah, god I don't know. People not re- remember two thousand eight? Like what the fuck? Like that's why we're here. Like, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Like God.
1: Everybody was like, "Oh man, these bastards are getting their comeuppance." Trust me, it's happening. A few more months, man.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's just like they could have pros- <laughs> We had them. You know, had them like, right we had wrapped by the, had the satchel. Them. <laughs>
1: And we let them slip through our fingers, and now look at us. What's that? What's that quote from that? That coach? What was it? Oh, never mind. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> they they, yeah. are they, <laughs> they are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they <laughs> were. Hello, you play to win the game. <laughs>
0: yeah. Seriously though, seriously, if the re- if the system really worked like that, every bullshit person would be in fucking prison. Every single one of
1: them. No, listen, dude. I've been. You gotta come over to the Hazard Pavilion with me and swim laps in the morning. It's very anodyne, but more than that, it's got great like Soviet-era architecture. Nice.
0: (laughs) And some stuff around here does like (laughs) the like the tower at the Pound Lake, like
1: very brutalist. Yeah, very brutalist. And uh, so I go in the bathroom and it's just like there's like the old school like showers from the '70s still in there. Uh You know, it's like everything's like rusted and like you know. You're going to get, like, bacterial meningitis if you don't wear sandals. <laughs> and I thought, man, if there was any justice in this world, and this is what I was going to talk to you about, too, like, there were certain places where they would just lead people into one of these places, you know, one of these rooms <clears throat> with just a drain in the middle of the floor, and you'd never <laughs> see them again. And that's what we should do. When, when people get out of pocket... Yeah.
0: These habitual line steppers. Yeah. (laughs) We need to put them in those rooms with the drain in the floor. That may be our only hope around here, my friend. Uh, Organized crime for the betterment of society. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, I was talking to a buddy of ours about, uh, we need to do a show at some juncture about like, the the real gangster angle of like, the unions. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's
0: that's not (laughs) off talk. That's not talked
1: about that much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, It's very lonely to be a leftist around here in the sense of, like, I feel a lot of leftist conversation is done with... Accidentally. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you stumble into a lot, you know. (laughs) A lot of leftist discourse right now, though, is very urban-centric. And... Um and not only that, I kind of feel like there is this genuine streak among a lot of leftists that um that that's actually the way it should be. That like <coughs> that society is becoming more urbanized. You know, it doesn't make any sense to live in rural areas anymore. You want to be in the cosmopolitan area, well, the, the, cities, uh, and they, that's. I mean, it's a uh, but it's also just.
1: I mean, I'll tell you this story, and it sounds like I've 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 uh feel like I've been name dropping a lot lately on the show. <laughs> I'll try to refrain from that. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. But uh one time I had an audience with Bill Clinton. <laughs> Just one time. Right. And I asked him, I said, uh, what do you think the future of rural is, you know? And I this is the time when I was working at Daily Yonder and all this stuff shortly after that. And he said, Well, you know, <clears throat> Kids want to gravitate to where there are things, so you know, the trend is it's not going to get any younger. And he said, But there are there's a future there. It's call centers, it's like helping out with the power grid and all this kind of stuff. Right. And so he's basically just said, rules done, you know what I mean? Right, right. Well, so I mean it's not just like I mean it's liberals, it's you know.
0: Well, and it's uh I guess to me the most disturbing um sort of I, get, I think a lot of just rural places, no matter what side, like where you fall on the political spectrum, you're not getting a whole lot of answers from the left in general. No, oh, like, yeah, that's true. absolutely true. You know, and, and I don't, I'm not going to say that rural areas are predominantly <coughs> conservative or whatever. I don't have the stats of any of that. I can't back that up. I all I know is about where I live and where I'm from. Right. And so I can only speak like sort of anecdotally. Right. But I will say that like a lot of their sort of. Day to day things that they deal with, and like their sort of reference points for a lot of live uh, things in life, they're not really being answered by e- anyone except for the MAGA people, the Trump people. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, anybody except us. <laughs> yeah. Anybody except us, really.
1: Which is a dumb mantle for us to have, too, well, for the uh, record. Um, But
0: like, I think we're for really me, the most. We pigeonhole ourselves. <laughs> Did we really?
1: In the earlier days, <laughs> let's move to the city, baby. Let's, that's what we're going to abandon this. Let's do it. Cue up the
0: Green Acres theme song. Um, but one thing that I've been really disturbed about is the only answer that the left s- seems to be able to present to a lot of rural communities is um these very like wonky like. Means testing type things like creative placemaking. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I mean, like actually, that's just another word for gentrification. <laughs> but, um, but it is interesting that, like, I just, I just, I don't know, man. That's but, just a very dominant industry. Well, the mega people, and this is what I was going to
1: talk to you about, and it's what I want you to, I want you to kind of see it firsthand. That's why I want you to come <laughs> swimming with me. Okay. But at the the pool where I swim at, right across from it's like this. There's this big glass window. And there's these tennis courts, and of course, nobody plays tennis in Eastern <laughs> Kentucky anymore. Uh but the local police are doing this like pops testing stuff over in the tennis courts. Like, I, I, I kind of chatted the guy up this morning when I was over there, and I was like, "He's, he's, he's well, he, well, I'm walking in the pool, and he says." You guys doing the pops training today and all that kind of stuff? And I got no. Nah, I'm just here to swim laps. And I had my old Vista <laughs> Patagonia fleece on. Yeah. And I guess he thought I was a
0: cop. <laughs> I guess I had a, had a Americorps <laughs> on my sleeve. <laughs> uh, anyway. He's gone along with it. I'm gonna. I'm. A, I'm. Yeah. I fight poverty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I took an oath. I took an oath. Same oath. the Marine's day. Uh. And so. Pops testing is what the police do to, like, prove their physical fitness, and it's like, you know, like, run a mile in a certain amount of time, so many push-ups, whatever, whatever. Right, right. Dude, I kid you not, they had 40 motherfuckers in there. Oh, my God. Like, two fat-ass cops and then, like, 40 motherfuckers in there with them, like, and they're, like, yelling at these guys and, like, all this, you know what I mean? Like, really hamming it up. yeah and what's happening here and i, I it, it all clicked to me when i was in the pool this is one of the epiphanies i have it all clicked to me in the pool it's the chlorine this is the this is yeah this is the alternative yeah like the economy is like all this like all this for all the shit and all the headlines about like crime going through the roof which is bullshit like, the alternative economy they're creating in these rural places are taking disenfranchised, disproportionately white guys <coughs> and funnel them into the police state mm-hmm. where there's steady work. It's a low barrier to entry, so they don't need yeah. anything else. Right. And uh, I think that uh, that's highly disconcerting. It, yeah. <laughs> because, like, this is what I think... Like, you know, yeah. while we've been, the left has been dilly-dallying and all these fucking rural communities saying, well, we're gonna teach you how to code for, and you know, like, make $11 an hour or some shit. And we're gonna do this, or we're gonna do that, or we're gonna funnel you into the non-profit world. Like, <laughs> the right is like playing to all their, like, fucking fantasies. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and providing viable employment. Right. At the same time, with right. good retirement, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the way they're selling it is they're convincing everybody. They're convincing people that, you know, black and Latino people are, are a threat, Muslim people are a threat, and all this kind of stuff. And it's only going to get worse. And, you know, like, even, like, you know, that demonization even extends just to poor people. You know, it's like when we're talking with RLs, like, you know, criminality is demonized too, you know, in a lot of ways. And uh so I don't know, I just see this sort of cottage industry springing up out of the ashes of, like, what Fox News is rod. I mean, I know yeah. it's a cliche, but it's true. Mm-hmm. And, like, all these fucking, like, screaming heads that have been talking about, like, you know, you're being replaced, you're being replaced, or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's all grievance.
1: You're absolutely right. But I, that, that was, like, it was, like, You know, like, all these fucking, like, liberal news outlets come to, like, fucking BitSource and Pikeville, the next town over here, and they're like, oh, this guy started this, and he's hired four people now in seven years, you know what I mean? And then meanwhile, (laughs) anybody could just go be a fucking cop. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: It's that, it's either, like, you've hired four people at your um, hydroponic garden on top of a strip mine that can't get its food to market because we live so far away from anything. Yeah. Or or you know, it's either that or <clears throat> this tired ass like and and I'd be interested to see cuz I think like th- I feel like this is so highly concentrated in Whitesburg and other parts of Eastern Kentucky. Mostly in Whitesburg, but in other pr- but I also see it in other and so I, I, I would imagine that it's like this in other rural areas as well. But so yeah, it's either that, like the whole entrepreneur th- entrepreneurial thing like um trying to uh, make some sort of industry out of the ashes of this totally vaporized industry. yeah. Or this very tired mid-2000s, late 90s, mid-2000s idea that the, the way that you get economic development, the way that you create jobs, the way that you uh, grow an economy is by relocating... A creative class to a place. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the
1: Richard Florida idea.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and that is still going on to a massive extent. And and and
1: the godfather of all that, the progenitors, even said I was wrong. Yeah. I saw this article, I think somebody had interviewed him a while back and he yeah. was like Well, I'll
0: talk about a little bit about that in yeah. a second. But um but this I don't know, sort of this idea, what, which was once popular for urban areas, and it was proven wrong. I mean, there's no such, it's totally stupid. His argument was basically like these, um, gen- his argument was basically like hipsterization and gentrification is good. It creates an economy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, right. um, and he kind of said he was wrong. But th- it was once popular for like urban development and now it's been transferred to rural development right. because it has, I mean, because like, because I think that um, they they don't have any other answer for rural areas, other than other than that. Like that's just a very lazy, uh, tired ass idea.
1: Well, it's also just like, well, let's give these people the crumbs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, I mean, and it's like I I and I hate to I like when we talk about rural when we talk about you know being from not the city. I hate to like take the aggrieved posture. Cause that is, I know that comes off supremely annoying, but uh-huh. it's just like, I mean, it's just reality. Um, I just say that because I just said, you know, we we take the crumbs, you know, you know, poor us, and all this kind of stuff, and I just get the feeling people are like, yeah, buddy, try, <laughs> try living,
0: you know, right? Yeah, I mean, this is just our personal ex- stories, yeah, about our crumbs that we're yeah. getting. Like yeah. everybody's getting crumbs. These are the crumbs that we're getting. We're yeah, everybody's just, getting crumbs. We're, yeah, we're, we can compare our crumbs later. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: we'll have a dick measuring contest with our crumbs later, <clears throat> pissing contest or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I think that's interesting. That um, that uh, yeah, who'd have thunk it? Hipsterization. <laughs>
0: Richard Florida, though. Um, the article that you're talking about uh, was this guy named something Burris. I can't remember his first name. Um, in Bill. Plaxico. Plaxico Burris wrote an article about <laughs> Plaxico Burris. <laughs> Giants receiver shot of self. yeah in the leg. yeah, he wrote an article about creative placemaking. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Uh, but Richard Florida has now said he was wrong that for the creative class does not create, um, does not create more jobs and grow an economy. It only leads to gentrification and inequality. <laughs> <laughs> However, he's still not, he still hasn't, like, come, uh, he's still like a right, I don't know, he's probably like a centrist who has a sort of it's neoliberal deregulatory uh, ideology. Yeah, that's right. But um, but he still has not come to the conclusion that the, w- the underlying problem is how resources get allocated. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Capitalism. Capitalism. Markets, you know, yeah. markets don't, I don't know. And and also, his whole creative class theory is based on the idea that capital is mobile. Or, I'm sorry, that people are mobile. I mean, people are, capital is, but people aren't. People you know what I'm aren't. saying? Yeah. people.
1: People have anywhere, I mean, especially here, but anywhere, people have surprisingly little autonomy
0: over, yeah, damn. So the reason I was thinking about this though is, um, somebody sent me this. Man, this shit is fucking gold. Somebody, sh- there's a, there's a, there's a conference in Charleston in June. West a, like Virginia. A, yeah, like a creative placemaking summit. Oh fuck. It, man. <laughs> <laughs> creative placemaking leadership summit, dog. Somebody sent me this, and I got a real good kick out of it. So I want to read you some of the sessions, if I could. Please, please. <laughs>
1: Hold <laughs> on Let me tie off real quick.
0: Well, yeah, tie off. This. Um, okay. Okay, baby. Okay. All right. You ready? All I'm right. ready. Spoon's heated. <laughs> <laughs> Appalachian culture our history, beliefs, and transitioning to the new economy. Come explore. Oh. <laughs> Come explore Appalachia from the formation of her mountains through the development of civilization in the region throughout time. Learn about research on the cultural beliefs that inhibit or expand the ability of individuals and communities to be economically successful. That that just, is. Just I want to I want to go back to this and it's, I just want to read that again. Learn about research on the cultural beliefs that inhibit or expand the ability of individuals and communities to be economically successful. So it's it's it, the whole idea is that like it is a cold It it's still rehashing the old culture thing. It's that, their fault. It's yeah. not the, it's not right. policies made. It's not material conditions, the way we allocate resources and arrange the economy. It's the culture, right? And that's what creative placemaking is. It is about creating a culture. That's everything is culture. Really, it's really bizarre. Like that's the whole they've commodified it to the point that they're trying to create it. Yeah. They're they're making a place in the abstract. I don't know. It's so bizarre, man. It, it It is so perfect. It's so weird. I don't know.
1: That's a very creepy description.
0: Review the sectors of Appalachia's new economy and think together about the application of this knowledge. How do we support growth that honors Appalachia's rich history and engages her people? Mm. It says engages her people? Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> they gendered, uh, they gendered a region. Yeah. Um. Why is your town not quote the world rural America's next bold idea? This is interesting. I haven't read this one. I've, the only one I've read so far was the one. Every rural community has the same two problems: workforce development and housing stock shortages. Even if that's, we, oh oh,
1: that's our our only
0: problem. Yeah, yeah. Even if we are successful in convincing someone to move to town, we don't have anywhere for them to live. We love to incentivize companies to move to town, but then. Why are we not incentivizing people? Mannheimer speaks about his experience. I, this, this fucking nerd that made this thing. Running theaters and restaurants in NYC to his eight-week 22-city trek across the country in 2007 and settling in Des Moines, Iowa, where he founded the Des Moines Social Club to his current working relationship. Okay,
1: role. hold on a second. Just <laughs> let me pause and point out two things here. One... <laughs> I love, I love when upperly mobile people go on a trip and get inspired. <laughs> but two, two, I'm sorry. Des Moines, I mean, if you're in New York City, Des Moines is rural. If you're in Whitesburg, Kentucky, Des Moines is like probably 200,000 people maybe. like That's a decent sized city. Fuck off. Probably the same. As Fuck like- off, Mannheimer steamroller.
0: From the Mississippi Delta to northern Minnesota, utilizing creative placemaking, Mannheimer and his team work to revitalize small towns through cultural and entrepreneurial concepts to create innovative housing, cultural amenities, cultural amenities, cultural what the fuck is a cultural Okay,
1: amenity? so basically, it's, uh, they want to gentrify rural America. <laughs> And then, what do they want? To, what are, What are cultural amenities? I have
0: no idea. In new jobs, through their belief that new technologies like pilotless cars and three D printed buildings can leap over urban red tape to impact rural America in meaningful and economic ways.
1: So, listen, guys. Here's what we're going to do to get things rolling. We're going <laughs> to we're going to three D print hammer dulcimers.
0: <laughs> we should just start three D printing. Towns, entire cities, entire. into the valleys and hollers. Oh God! Yeah. They're... Well, three D print Chicago. Let's three print in
1: Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always, Manhattan. I I saw this thing one time. It's like, man, on this one strip job, and this guy kept hitting the enter button on his, or like the little, little, little click his like uh, his PowerPoint. Right. Oh yeah. And here would come the Sphinx. <laughs> here would come <laughs> the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Here would cut like whatever other fucking landmark and it would be like all these things can fit <laughs> in in Wolf Pen in Martin County,
0: Kentucky. Right. Why can't you have it? Why can't you have it? Well, they're asking an important question. Um Building a culture of inclusive co investment through placemaking. Maybe this is
1: oh this is really Help me and throw me and throw it to me. Yeah, you, you want the tube?
0: You want my like, syringe? I, 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 I need it
1: all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you imagine going to the doctor? Sir, you picked up hepatitis A. It's just Do you use needles at all? Well, for irony, but <laughs> 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 not Not for drugs. Not for <laughs> <laughs> drugs. The okay, building a cultural building a culture of inclusive co investment. I love that one. Inclusive co-investment through placemaking. The low-cost, short-term, and highly visible tactics which characterize placemaking efforts make room for new voices to come to the table to develop and test a collective vision for how the public realm could work differently. <laughs> the, the individuals that are drawn to this work develop more than active and vibrant places, but spur a cultural, culture of co-investment that lasts longer than the project itself empowered by a process that positions the community as the expert and oriented around a challenge that touches dude I can't read this shit but the first few the first two sentences really sum it up it's all about I don't know just this sentence they test a collective vision for how the public realm could work differently I don't know like there's already a public realm you know I mean like it's being more and more chipped away at you know what I mean like just systematically sure but I don't, what what about it needs to work there just needs to be are they saying that the public realm needs to be marketized? I think that's probably what they're saying. Yeah. We need to talk about how the public realm could be used a little bit differently. For example, we want to try to squeeze as much capital out of it as humanly possible. Just not dead and not wed to it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Give me more. Yeah, okay, well, um All right. Okay, here's one you haven't hand. Bored with strangers using site-specific museum theater to connect (laughs) cultural artists and diverse audiences. (laughs) I just, like, love this idea. I mean, like, it is fucking parody, man. Like, you you could write, like, a South Park fucking episode about it. Like, you've got, like, the most in hand-fisted, like, people doing theater and, like, shit... For just, like, downtrodden people whose, like, situations and circumstances are not changed whatsoever. They might get to see a fucking play. That's cool, I guess. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, but, like, if I can go watch, like, a fucking a play <clears throat> and all my material needs are <laughs> not met and I have a very precarious life situation... Uh, yeah. I, I I don't know if that's the escape I'm looking no, for. No, I
0: think the escape I'm looking for is pimp my side-by-side side with DMX and a fucking syringe. A virus. <laughs> 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 God! A virus. <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> Your eyes, man. Participants in this hands-on workshop will learn about a site-specific museum performance piece co- per- created in collaboration with the University of Texas at Austin Cohen New Works Festival and the Blanton Museum of Art board of strangers was collaboratively devised in the spring of 2007 all right blah 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 uh the blanton museum board i will say is pretty dope pretty cool pretty badass um but i don't know dude it's just another using site-specific museum theater to connect cultural institutions artists and diverse here's the thing that doesn't sound that bad but here's the thing though man
1: here's the subtext to all this the hillbillies are a rich Seymour Grant money right now <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason <laughs> And it kind of ha- have been for a while But particularly hot right now I feel like out of the <clears throat> J.D. Vance stuff And right. whatever, whatever.
0: Right.
1: Like I wonder if anybody Really even believes in any of this shit Like does the Ma- the Mannheimer steamroller Does he believe his own <laughs> You know what I mean
0: <laughs> I Probably Probably does in the way that like um somebody in like David Koresh's cult believed in that. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk more about his trip? Who's? Uh, the, Manheimer. Oh, the, <laughs> the the Oh, the twenty two the twenty two Yeah. Yeah. He Manheim steamrolled across this great land. I think it
1: dude, I think it's so funny. Like this is why I like like Jack Kerouac is on the hook for all these assholes. <laughs>
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a little bit about our our guy, Mannheimer, Steamroller. Principal community planner at McClure Engineering Company and founder and former director of the nonprofit Des Moines Social Club, works with communities to define their unique and use to define their unique they, they're so up their own ass they didn't they've left a word out their unique something and use the arts as a catalyst to create unprecedented community engagement <laughs> people only engage with their uh, problems through art <laughs> and cultural expression i mean it's true but not in the way that they think
1: <laughs> manheimer i want to tell you something right now if i ever see you you're getting kicked
0: square in the day <laughs> this poor asshole is probably going to He's going to be sitting in a coffee shop and his buddy's going to be like, hey man, uh, I was listening to his podcast the other day. These guys just roasted the fuck out of you. He's probably a totally nice guy. Yeah. I don't know. Even if you're a nice guy, you can work uh, really fucked up. This, this is one, the second paragraph to this building a cultural of inclusive. I keep saying cultural like a dipshit. Building a culture of inclusive co-investment through placemaking. <laughs> the second paragraph in this one is excellent, my friend. In the Transformative Development Initiative, the TDI. Or or TDI. <laughs> the Commonwealth's Urban Development De- Accelerator. District focus begins with identifying community priorities and placemaking projects and then extends beyond the grassroots execution of individual placemaking campaign with a variety of community and economic tools such as technical assistance, small business support, and real estate investments.
1: Oh, God, small business support.
0: Oh, man, baby. I've still got a. I may have asthma, and I may smoke weed every day, but I've still got that lung capacity. (laughs) (laughs) You did good there. What if Trump was like a community uh, creative placemaking guy? (laughs) Listen,
1: folks, the arts are
0: transformative. (laughs) Listen, folks,
1: I saw this little community play the other day. (laughs) A lot of talent in that group, a lot of heart. We
0: got 16-year-old Shirley over here. She wrote a play. She wrote a play about uh, frogs, and now they're going to perform it for you, and we're going to get some bulldozers moving here. We're going to get some things we gonna
1: get some things happening here. We're going to listen, folks. <laughs> Today it's the frogs. Okay, tomorrow's <laughs> opioid addiction. Okay. We're going to address all of it, and it starts here in the theater. Listen,
0: not a single character in this play uses opioids, and we... Uh, We're proud of that
1: It starts with Influencing the next generation (laughs) And these frogs Man I'm telling you They're saying some things It's
0: funny to imagine him Using Like these nonprofit Words like synergy and stuff Folks (laughs) your synergy It's gonna be so great Trust me Your synergy And inclusiveness You're gonna be synergized It's gonna be inclusive (laughs) We've got this thing It's called the The development index You've never heard It's the best index the, the,
1: Folks, it's the in, it's the index to end all indexes. The
0: transitional development, it measures how much you transition your economy. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we've only transitioned like 20%.
1: <laughs> we can do better. <laughs> Folks, listen, I know deals. I know development. If we have enough plays... We can get to a
0: hundred and twenty percent transition. <laughs>
1: That's what we want. It's gonna be incredible. <laughs> you're gonna be so tired by how much you're <laughs> synergized. Uh, we're
0: gonna get these miners back to work synergizing. <laughs> God. God dude. It's bad. Um, but the alternative I don't know, man. I do not know. I don't know. I would like to think that the at- alternative is um, industrial, or I would like to think that the atter- that the alternative is basically what I'm saying is all you assholes out in the city, you're really gonna have to get things moving along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Get us some socialism, some communism, please. That would be great. Communism would do us really good right now. And then <laughs> throw it to us. Throw my your, <laughs> throw
1: us your communism crumbs.
0: My problem, the the thing I struggle with though a lot is that like, how do you build out from there, without it without it just being a quirky aspect of my personality of my coworkers. Oh, that's Terrence. He's a communist. Like how do you like I mean I <laughs> guess you could you know, we could start having like a DSA chapter. We could actually start doing what we've tried to do in the past and haven't been successful at so far. Right. But like I, I don't know, even if even if you did that, um it's a it's a really long damn it's <laughs> I, a
1: cut <laughs> I suppose it's a big project. <laughs> It's a big project, folks, Fuck. but we're gonna get. <laughs> Let's just get. We're done. gonna get half a billion
0: dollars for the <laughs> communism. It's gonna be great. No, dude, we we should just like I said. We should just resort to, um, we should just resort to uh. Organized crime, but like as lefties, like you know, like you've always said, like dangling, pe- dangling people off the, the strip mines, the the uh, high walls. We gotta. We gotta clean up these streams. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta clean up. You see this
1: place, Jeff? You wanna live here? (laughs)
0: Look
1: at me, Jeff. I'm no big guy here. I'm no big guy. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my
0: fucking God, dude. Oh, my fucking God. You know, like, we have... One thing that we've lost, though, Tom, is, like, uh, we may have... We may still have all the sort of, like, liberal news attention and stuff, but... The days of um, the uh, outsiders coming in and trying to like, well, I guess that's not true because I, I was literally watching uh, CNN. I was going, the days of outsiders coming in, like trying to like pull one over on the hillbilly, you know what I mean? In like, for like media gags, kind of seems oh, me. like when Chris Angel or like David Blaine. Oh, David Blaine. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> Did that actually happen or is that just...
1: I think that's apocryphal, but <laughs> uh, I really hope it's true. Hey, and if David, it is true, we need an oral history of
0: that. David, stat. <laughs> David Blaine doing magic tricks. Actually, I East think Kentucky. I think it is true. He was trying to do magic tricks for hillbillies. Yeah, we're basically we'll laugh at it. We'll. We're gawk at anything. That's true. Most of our show is laughing. Yeah. Even in stuff that's not necessarily funny. Uh <laughs> sometimes you gotta wheel it into being.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. You gotta la- you gotta wheel the laughs in. <laughs> God, this has
0: been rough. We had some high points. Yeah.
1: But we've been all over the Uh,
0: just for reference though, I did mean to come I did mean to keep coming back uh I did mean to come back to this. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. We've been all over the place. <laughs> <clears throat> I, you know, I had a list of things that I wanted to talk about, but we've kind of touched. We've kind of hit them all, though, man. Have we? Yeah, yeah. I did have a new bit I was trying to work out. Um, hit us with it. That's uh, where the we're the B roll. What if the uh, what if the like creepy guys in Deliverance were... What if you flipped that, like, inverted it, and, like, those the creepy hillbilly patter in Deliverance were actually, like, neurotic Woody Allen types? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> creep factor goes through the roof, then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, we're gonna need you to squeal. <laughs> gonna squeal need- like a piggy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm just gonna need you to squeal. <laughs> it's not so fucking... Funny now, is it? Uh, assholes. What
1: else you got <laughs> there for me?
0: Um Oh, that's all I've got. That's the only bit I've got. Uh wh- no, that's not true. I got some other ones. Um <laughs> well, when's the last time oh shit, no, I don't know if I want to go there. Uh me and Louise have an idea for a dating site. Okay. Called microbiomatch.com. You are talking about that. What's the, <laughs> what's the what's the basis? Well um, can, You know A lot of people in relationships Could probably understand this But you know Generally in most relationships You know You, you want to get to that part Where your um Digestive System is sort of uh, In line with your partners Right Or at least It's not so embarrassing To your partner As it was when you first Started dating What if you could just Skip that whole process And find someone Whose gut uh, patterns you you know about you know what I mean like who matches with yours, <laughs> you match the microbiome. <laughs> Not buying it. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to make sense of it. <laughs> yeah, well, um, like it's like farting on your
1: partner that big of a deal. <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? Like, no, but let's say that you have uh, like ulcerative colitis or. Okay, let's say you're like me, you know, have IBS, um, bad heartburn, uh, constantly just- Misery. Misery. I have general misery. You're not going to die, but it's
1: a miserable existence. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe even the ultimate to fuck you. not going to give you anything fatal, just something something supremely (laughs) painful and annoying, and uh, you're going to live to 95 with it.
0: 95 with it, exactly. Or you could just like- find someone I mean I guess maybe what I'm saying is uh, we need an app that just cuts out this whole process and matches you with someone who also has similar problems and can sympathize with your problems you know what I'm saying because like sometimes you're in relationships and sometimes you sometimes you think that your partner thinks that you're just making your shit up
1: yeah (laughs) oh my partner (laughs) definitely does (laughs) definitely does
0: like no, I, I feel really
1: bad. I don't understand. I don't know how I can articulate this to you, but existence is very, very difficult. Yeah, for me, I don't want to go for a walk this evening. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying now? No, I totally. Yeah, I get it. You get it? Yeah. Damn. This was supposed to be my week off. Here I am. Maybe we should just maybe we should just take this week. <laughs> you know what? Um. I should remind everyone that we do have a Patreon. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it's a site where, I don't know, you turn over your identity and <laughs> <laughs> to us. <laughs> <laughs> we steal your identity. <laughs> we're basically trying to be Mark Zuckerberg. We bilk you off for $5 a month. Um, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, we're on there. It's kind of hard to find us because their search thing does suck ass. Um, But I think we're under a Trillbilly Workers Party, correct? Is there an apostrophe in there anywhere? No. All right. Uh, So go and look that up um, and support us because, (laughs) man, I'm like having a mental breakdown with this shit. We're we're out of ideas. (laughs) That's not not true. We're not out of ideas.
1: (laughs) Uh, We're just in a Just a a little stressed. We're in a slump.
0: We're not even in a slump. No, we're we've just, really not we've turned out good content. We're lately. in s we're stressed, man. It's just like a um it's hard being two people running a podcast, you know? Yeah, it really is. Theoretically we'd like to be like sixteen or fifty seven people or something running a
1: podcast. We should take Trill Billy's applications. <laughs> <laughs> um no. uh, I'm floundering, man. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I feel like
0: uh, um, <clears throat> People need to be able to see Behind the Veil It's what Kanye's Twitter stuff Has been about lately You know Man he's been on fire Hasn't he Is he gonna come out With a new album Is that what's going on Tom
1: I don't know He's liable to just start Like building fucking Credenzas or Yeah Furniture or something True Yeah you're right Well, I do think he should come To Whitesburg though Yeah That'd be cool. I mean, he like holds up in Wyoming to do his albums because he wants privacy. We could give him privacy. (laughs) 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 We could give him privacy in so many ways.
0: (laughs) You sounded so much like your mom when you said that, too. You just said it like in the like nicest, like sweetest. Mom way. Like, we could give him privacy. Like, just <laughs> come to Con- Appalachia, Kanye. We'll give you your privacy. <laughs> come on, buddy.
1: <laughs> How do you think Kanye <laughs> would navigate Whitesburg? you think he'd show up and just be like, what would he do? Dude, it would probably level
0: him out. think he'd so. Probably level him out a little bit. <laughs> he'd just been, Honestly, think of it's all the been places, a couple days here and be like. Think of all the places in the world right now where Kanye West could move. And and like somebody would eventually figure out who he is. There's a lot of those places. Yeah. Whereas here, he could ha- he could come here and like probably not a lot of people would even really know who he is. I mean, they actually they would, but they probably wouldn't like him. <laughs> and he probably oh, yeah, needs sure. that. He, pro- he needs pr- he probably needs to live in a environment where everybody's. You p- think pissed Kanye off at him would all come
1: face to face with the thin blue line, <laughs> and then just step over it.
0: Kanye could turn this place around, man.
1: He really could man i I see actually, let me just say that that is the best idea for Appalachia transition is to turn <laughs> over the whole goddamn region <laughs> to Kanye West, or we'd all be wearing like five hundred dollars sweatsuits,
0: yeah, that would be pretty good. speaking of that, by the way, I'm into um I meant to talk to you about this like that video of Drake going to that college and giving people money and shit. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, man. Like, why can't he come to East Kentucky? I don't understand. What the fuck, Drake? Like, what? Like, don't you understand that, like, we need money too? And I don't like to watch people just getting handed free fucking money. I don't, yeah, I don't like handouts, (laughs) even if they are. (laughs) Not from Drake, (laughs) anyway. Not from Drake. No, I I really do think that'd be hilarious and good, though, for the local economy. If Drake could just come here. Or, hey, if Kanye- Just give us a million-dollar big check. Yeah, Kanye, if you're trying to outdo, I don't know, maybe y'all have some sort of competition, come to East Kentucky, hand out money. That'd be great. That would be awesome. (laughs) I would like some. Teach us how to make your big sweatshirts. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. All right, we've hit an hour. Let's uh let's kill let's, let's kill it. All right, let's <laughs> thanks for joining us uh, everybody.